The Bucks are in the Super Bowl, and if you're coming to town, we've got a list of some of the outdoor activities around Tampa for you to enjoy. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. So. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. We've got some uh, <laughs> some big not, stuff just happened, huh? Not that we're biased. Um, this isn't a sports show. It, but It is today. <laughs> but it is today. Not really. Um, our hometown Tampa Bay Buccaneers clinched the Super Bowl uh, yesterday. And uh, they beat the they beat the Packers in a crazy game. And they made history. They came down, yeah, first team to ever play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yes. So, uh, it's, crazy. it's wild after fifty five years of Super Bowls, that's never happened. So that is pretty crazy. I feel like that should have happened already. It's but but I get it. I mean, you know, it is unusual for well, sure. The Super Bowl is only really played in like a handful of cities. They kind of rotate through. Yeah. It has Mostly, to be like fair weather cities or it has to have like a dome. A dome. It's usually yeah. like they've done a lot of them in LA, Miami, New Orleans. Tampa. They do, Tampa done, has been a few of them. They haven't done a ton, them. but a few in Tampa. Atlanta's had a couple. They've done a few in some northern cities. I know Indianapolis has had it. Minneapolis had it a few years ago. I think they even played an outdoor one in New York a little while ago, but... So it has to, like, a lot of moons have to align. It has right. to be there. They pick them a few years in advance. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Tampa's been talking about the Super Bowl coming for, for years. Yeah, it's like a big deal. It's a big prep and everyone has to, you know, No idea, for. obviously, that COVID was going to be happening during Which is a serious the, bummer because it kind of puts a little bit of a damper on a lot of the, yeah, the super, events. Yeah, the Super Bowl activities. And fewer people coming, fewer people spending money. I mean, the last time the Bucks were in the Super Bowl, we it was 2003. Yep and 17 years ago yeah it was you and i were dating we were not married i remember watching it at my old apartment i remember yep. watching it at your old apartment too um and i'm like not i'm not a huge football watcher like i grew up watching football my dad um was a um season ticket holder for the bucks you know since they started their expansion uh they were an expansion team in 76 ever Again, yeah, he had great, great seats. seats. Um, so, and he actually just gave up those season tickets just a couple of years ago. He's had them, you know, for 40 some odd, had had them for 40 some odd years. Um, but so I grew up knowing football, understanding it, watching it. I remember vividly my dad teaching me about downs at a Bucks game. Like, yeah, like walking yeah. you through it while it's like, live. Watch, it's the best way to do yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, I was there. I wasn't like watching it on TV. I was actually at a Bucks game and he was showing me like how, you know, it's like chances. You know, you get four chances. That's, what I, that's how I teach our kids. Because <laughs> right. the word downs is kind of weird to yeah, explain to a kid. Absolutely. So I say chances or turns. Right. And then, right. So um, you get through four, but you really don't. Because after that fourth one, you probably want to kick it away. That's always <laughs> the one that's hard to explain. Yeah. It depends on where you're at right. on the field. But, um, but 
so I, you know, on a regular basis, on a typical year when the Bucks are not, you know, doing much, which is pretty most of the time, pretty much typical. <laughs> um, you know, I'm pretty much out of I'm out of the loop. I don't really pay attention. I'm I'm the epitome of a fair weather fan. Fair weather fan. <laughs> but um, but when they're in it, I get like yeah, you're into it. I get serious hardcore. You're the same like, way with the Lightning too. I remember yeah. we. You know, you don't really watch a whole lot of the regular season and the, games. And the Cubs, not, sorry, sorry, Rays. But, like, when the Cubs were in the World Series, too. Like, serious investment, like, in my team, you know. It's funny how you are with the Cubs because I'm, okay, I grew up, this is going to be a little bit of a little bit of a sports talk show at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the Chicago area, so yep. grew up my whole life as a Bears fan and a Cubs fan. Yeah. Still a Cubs fan. I'm still a Bears fan, too. But when I moved, I've lived here for 20 years now, so I've really kind of adopted the Bucks as, like, my... My team, you right, know, I mean, course. I still will watch the ba- the Bears. Root yeah, for the Bears, and you but, still root for the Bears. But I live here now, so it's, you know, you got to be part of the, the local the I remember local just recently the Bucks and the Bears were playing, and you um, had gotten a shirt. Honestly, probably for some, for that specific, uh, you know, occasion, you'd gotten a shirt that said, um, I just both, hope both teams had fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a great... Uh, it's a great thing. So you know what's what I was thinking about. So they're the no, you first. Were, you were talking about before you, I was going to say. Did I lose? Were, did I completely yeah, lose lost, my train of thought? Yeah, you were talking about how I was a Cubs fan. Oh, and you okay, were. right. <laughs> so you became a Cubs fan, even though the Rays are sort of the local team, and you didn't really care about the Rays. Well, the Rays. When did the Rays start? Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah. So I was in college. Right. I was up in Gainesville. Like I didn't care about the Tampa Bay Rays, you know. And I like the. I'll, I, I mean, I watch the Rays and root for the Rays, but sure. the Cubs are still my number one team. But that's I mean, one of those teams hard to give in, up on. Like typically, like I'll get into it like you said like even when you know the lightning or you know the bucks or whoever are in it i'm in it but when the rays were in the world series i was like eh. yeah you go from not really <laughs> watching a whole lot to screaming at the tv during during stanley <laughs> cup playoff games right right and then yesterday and watching games. the bucks game right <laughs> right right um having like you know wa- pacing back and forth like feeling like i'm gonna have an ulcer because because <laughs> tom brady's throwing interceptions yeah. <laughs> people are calling you you're like who's calling me during the game muting your phone right, right you know what's funny though so the bucks not only are they playing in their home stadium the first time that's ever happened um they are technically the home team too so which seems kind of weird like so whenever usually it's it's always in a neutral site and yep. they designate either the the afc team or the nfc team one of them is going to be the home team. One of them is going to be the away team. It doesn't really matter in football too much for the Super Bowl because it's a neutral site. You're not dealing with like hometown fans, and there's, it, there's not like a right like a you know ninth inning situation where you've got the last the last bat. But the Bucks are the hometown team, yeah. and they are the hometown, so it's technically supposed to be a neutral site. But it's not. But it's not, <laughs> and I wonder if they're gonna. I tend to think they won't, but I'm wondering if they're going to like fire the cannons when they score and when they get into the 20 yard line, are they going to Oh, you don't fire... think they will? Well, are they going to, you know how they raise those red flags yeah. around the stadium when, yeah. they, when they get into the red zone and Absolutely. they fire the cannon off? I wonder if they're going to let them do that because it's technically supposed to be a neutral site, even though it's not in reality, it's not, they're huh. playing in their home That's field. Good, good question. But are they going to fire the cannons when they score? Are they going to, they, I sure hope I so. bet, I bet what they're going to do is. I don't know. I have no idea. But I think because it's like a festive atmosphere, they might fire the cannons when anybody scores. That's my guess. Mm. I hope not. <laughs> and they raise those little red flags around the outside, you know, yeah. when they, which I wonder if they're going to do that. Um, I know. I think I might have talked about this before. The red flag thing is one of my f- cool favorite little details okay. that they do with those games. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? When they get in the t- inside the 20 yard line, they raise red flags around the whole yeah. outside of the stadium. Yeah. When They're we were at the when we were at the Pirate Museum in St. Augustine, mm-hmm. which is a great place by the way, the Pirate Museum is a very underrated. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I that... don't even know it's underrated. I think it's legit a, a cool spot. I mean, there was a ton of people there when we went. Yeah, it's you know? very it's very interesting. And, and you like you have to they give you a sticker when you walk in that's got like a skull and crossbones kind of thing on it. You see people wearing those stickers like all like over the city. <laughs> like, and there's like a light pole out front where people take them off and slap them on. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a ton of, but it's almost like there's so many stickers on there. It's become like a thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So at the museum, the pirate museum, they were talking about what different pirate flags mean. Because back in the day, they would communicate, ships would communicate by raising flags. That's what they meant, yeah. right? The Jolly Roger, the black flag with the skull and crossbones, or the, two, the skull mm-hmm. and swords, that yep. just means, hey, we're a pirate ship. They would raise it. Give us your booty. Give up, give up your booty, you. and we might not kill you. We'll just take your stuff and leave. Yeah, but if they raised the red flag, that was that meant no quarter, no mercy. We're coming to kill you. We're gonna just sink your ship and take your stuff. Okay. So I think it's kind of cool that the Bucks took that little detail and raised red flags up when yeah. they're, when they're getting ready to score. I thought that's cool. That is really cool. A fun little thing that someone thought of, like somebody. So we're we're gonna have no mercy when we're in you know in the twenty. 20- Yard line. I don't like, know if they're gonna let. I don't know if they're gonna do it. We'll see. Yeah. I bet they're gonna fire the cannons whenever anybody scores, just because it's part of the. I wonder what they did last time because they were here. The Super Bowl was here in. I looked it up right before this, two thousand nine. It mm. was Steelers Cardinals. Okay. Steelers won that game, but I wonder what they. I don't remember what they did for that. I don't know. I remember we went to a Super Bowl party. I probably wasn't paying attention because it wasn't the box. <laughs> it wasn't. You were saying that earlier. Like, whenever I go to a Super Bowl party, I don't really care too much. I just kind of want to right. drink Right. It's eat. like, yeah, or, or just hang out, right. you know, and see your friends, stuff like that. But, but it, you know, we were talking about going to a Super whether or not we were going to go, you know, hang out with our friends, like our neighbors that we see all the time, you know, um, they're kind of in our bubble, um, whether or not we were going to do that or not, because it's, I was saying... I want to watch the game. Like, I don't, I, I want to sit with people who are watching the game. I don't want to sit with people yeah, who are you like want to have people chit chatting, you know. A big enough group to like high five with and stuff. Right, and do, right, right. But you don't want to have people being, you know, who are like, so what are you going to do this week? And you're like, excuse me, I'm yeah. focusing. Right. <laughs> I have to help them. Ball game's on. <laughs> right. Super Bowl's on. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's something to think about for sure. But, yep. um, but probably yeah, a lot I'm of outdoor. I bet there'll be a lot of outdoor parties this year if people are doing parties that's a good idea I know people shouldn't be in big groups but if yeah they're gonna do it anyway let's be honest so if you could set up like big outdoor screens it's a great idea tents, um, yeah probably the way to do it Outdoors so is the way to go we're not a, a sports podcast but we, we couldn't you know not talk about it yeah it's a big deal but because you know our hometown tampa is sort of going to be in the news a lot um in the next couple of weeks while the super bowl is here yes and people will be coming down here we did see that despite covid there's still hotels are booking up people are coming yeah they gave away now this is an awesome gesture that the nfl did they gave away 7500 tickets for free yeah. which is that's a lot of money to get i mean it doesn't cost them anything they didn't buy the tickets but right the value of that is a lot they gave away 7500 tickets for free to vaccinated Healthcare workers, so yeah. people who've been on the front lines during all this who are vaccinated, they gave away, I don't know how they determined who gets the ticket, but they gave 7,500 tickets away. That's so, really awesome. To, to fill at least some of the stadium up with people who are immune now. So Yeah, that's great. And then the rest will probably go to... The people who have a lot of money. The rich folk. Yeah, who are <laughs> right. going to spend 13 grand on a ticket for the upper upper deck. Well, yeah, because we were, we were looking at, I guess it was Ticketmaster, 
one of our friends had pulled it up yesterday and like the cheapest seat was eleven thousand dollars didn't he see one for a hundred grand that's so insane it is insane like you can buy a house for that i mean a small house but a house for a hundred grand you know and it's a three-hour event and it's over yeah i mean if you're somebody who a hundred grand doesn't mean anything to which is there's not many of us, but there's a few. There are definitely. Just wanna... I think there are more than a few because the the stadium is probably going to have a lot of them in there. Well, the Super Bowl <laughs> always brings people who are just not true. It always has kind of a reputation of bringing people who aren't like the biggest fans in the world. They just want to go to the have Super Bowl. money and they want to be seen and yeah. say, "I went to the Super Bowl." Yeah, I get you. Um, so, um, so we're going to talk about like things to do in the area that I don't. We kind of try to avoid talking about tampa specifically we, we do well and i went back and looked at our website um because you know we talk about we talk about things that we do in tampa quite a bit you know if we've done something cool we want you to know about it um but we've done several you know podcasts about like you know top 10 things to do in st augustine or you know thing you know what to that do was one if of you... our first shows when we got it we did yeah. a trip and we talked about that right um what do you, you know what to do if you go to miami we've never done a what to do things to do if you go to tampa because you know we we know we do things here a lot so we've never really you know made a whole list about it and i don't i don't think we don't want to come off as homers too right like just well i think we already do yeah we probably but, do it's right the intro of the show but um yeah but we you know we want to we want to try to give you know fair attention to the other other cities and towns and florida too florida's, so florida's a big state too it's hard to hit hit it all in one in one podcast right but um my feeling is though you put it you put the description in there and if people don't want to listen to that episode yeah they don't you listen. could skip it That's no okay. feelings are hurt absolutely um so what we thought we would talk about this week because the super bowl is coming to tampa and because you know despite covid people are apparently still booking hotels and he- heading this way um we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, we looked around for like a list of um, fun things to do that are outdoors. Yeah, kind of COVID-friendly events and yeah. things to do. Before you get to that list, though, Shannon, yeah, I need to talk about how to support the podcast. Oh, Can, is, is, is there a way to support the is podcast? That a, is that a clumsy segue? It's okay. okay. Tell me, is there a way to support there's, the podcast? There's two ways, Shannon. You oh, can, you tell can, me. You can, you can visit our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash Sunshine State Podcast. Uh-huh. I believe it's Sunshine State Podcast. It oh, might be Sunshine State of Mine. Uh-oh. That's I an important, that up that's before an important I, detail. Before I just blurt that out <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the podcast. But I'll put a link in the show notes either way. Um, and we just... We have one tier set up now, just a buck a month. Anyone wants to kick in a buck a month, like a tip? Uh, hey, hey, Shannon, thank you for telling us about that restaurant. Right. There you go. Thank you very much to anybody who wants to join that. The other way to do it is to click through our Amazon affiliate link on our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com. Click on the little banner ad on the right side, and anything you purchase, they kick us a couple of percentage points. Yeah. Somebody this week, our listener purchase of the week... And I say somebody because I know exactly who this person was. Because <laughs> I only know one person who owns a pet turtle, so I want to I want to call him out. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Heather, loyal listener, who uh, purchased a large bottle of, I guess, a jar of Fluker's Buffet Blend aquatic turtle food. So thank you. I hope your turtle enjoys. <laughs> what yeah. looks like dried up uh, mealworms and crickets and stuff and other assorted. It's a buffet blend, so. Say hi to say hi to Pika for us. Is it Pika? Pika's the turtle's name. Pika's I don't think turtle. I knew that. Yeah. One of my um, 
And it is Sunshine State Podcast. Patreon.com. Sun- Sunshine State Podcast. Sunshine State Podcast. There is a link on our website and in the show notes. So um, we have no patrons right now. We did, but then I rebooted the thing and now everyone went away. So Oh, no. I know. Um, cool. So thank you for buying turtle food. Well, and it says, too, like by becoming a patron... Um, you instantly unlock access to two exclusive posts. So I guess because we used to have like different tiers and stuff like that. Right. We did. We put, we would put some videos up there every now and then. So we, um, we have a couple of, uh, videos that, well, one, one is, um, the rivers of light presentation at, at Disney's animal kingdom, which is a really cool, like show. Um, we filmed that. And then, um, the other one is our Florida Face-Off, Universal's Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Oh, right. We did an exclusive episode. You know, Harry, basically Hogsmeade versus Diagon Alley. And I, I felt like we weren't really putting up enough exclusive content before, so yeah. I just kind of turned into a tip jar now. Yeah. So now just a dollar and you get to listen to that podcast. So that's that's, that's kind of cool. That's the price of a Snickers bar Dollar General, Shannon. It, it is. Yeah. It is. At Dollar General, yeah. First thing I could think of. That, that sounds good. Yeah, because uh, most places it's probably $1.50 for a Snickers bar. <laughs> which is cheaper than the movie theater, which is the only time people go to Dollar General is to... Yeah. You well, the movie. only time we ever go to Dollar General. Right. To, go get get some movie theater pop, uh, candy and... And uh, anyway. <laughs> the first time movies come back, I'm buying a giant bucket because I miss movies. I know. You and our daughter were just talking about that, that... Um, that you were going <laughs> to, you were not only going to buy a giant bucket of popcorn for the next time we go to a movie, but you were going to do the, was it Dude Perfect? Yeah, we stick a straw You stick in a there. straw down into the popcorn and pour the butter into the straw so the butter permeates the entire popcorn bucket, not just the top. It's a good idea. It's been so long since I've had, been in a movie theater. I mean, yeah, I, I, I miss know. it, man. I miss it too. I do too. Um, all right, so let's get started. All right, so these are outdoor, COVID-y, friendly things to do in Tampa Bay. So, I mean... Yeah, let's... and this is not our list. This is someone else's list that we're just going to... This feed. is Visit Tampa Bay's list? It's not. It's called um, Tampa Bay Date Night Guide. Okay. Dot com. Um, and they had outdoor activities in Tampa Bay to do. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And this is good. I mean, obviously, probably not a whole lot of people are actually coming to the here who may be listening but there's uh, but you might come to tampa some other time yeah, or you and may live right of, around here and there's a thing there's on the list one you've heard. thing that you're going to talk about i don't know if you want to talk about it yet but um that you're going to talk about that is specifically super bowl related yeah the super bowl experience uh this is like a big event that they've got set up it's going to be right down in uh, on the river walk yeah and uh at curtis hickson park you have to go on their app to reserve a a time slot real user friendly friendly i have i I, okay i've tried reserving (laughs) the app is terrible i don't know who (laughs) maybe it's user error but i've it might be (laughs) i've tried to reserve a slot three times each time i get the thing that says confirmed blah 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 but then i there's nowhere to see my ticket i don't get a thing in the email there's nothing in the app that says what time i actually have the ticket it just says that they've confirmed me so and i've done it three times and each time it's like a timed entry kind of thing right yeah it was like a four-hour window from two to six i think we get oh okay. they want to keep it like limited and every time i do it i get an email saying thank you for signing up for the the app they didn't tell me i signed up i actually got tickets for the thing so gotcha but i've been to this i went to this thing back in 2009 and they have the Lombardi Trophy on display. You can see it. You can take a picture cool. with it. There's all these like interactive NFL type of uh, events and games going on. You could like you can punt and kick and run the forty yard dash. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's cool. It's a cool family friendly type of thing to do. So yeah. And uh, 
This one looks like it might be a little bit larger than before because it's spread out all over the Tampa River Walk. So I'm That's looking forward cool. to that. that I would did. Be really neat. I have signed up for it three times, I think. Uh, so apparently we're going a lot. <laughs> I think we're going to go on Saturday. Um, Hopefully, as long as uh, the app actually worked. Yeah. So. Okay, so um, the rest of these, though, are not Super Bowl specific. So if this you is are, just outdoorsy stuff to do, right? Yeah. So if you're coming to Tampa at a later date, you're listening to this some date in, far into the future, that's totally fine. These still will apply to you. Um, so there's a couple of trails on here. And it's funny because I think every time we pass a sign for both of these trails, you and I both are like, we need to do those trails. And that's the um, Pinellas Trail. Oh, the Pinellas Trail is classic. And it's the Suncoast Trail. Um, and that, so, and I think that they're connected actually. So the Pinellas Trail is um, obviously over in Pinellas County. It stretches stretches from Tarpon Springs to St. Petersburg. It's a 38 mile trail. Um, it's a former railway. Actually. Right. A lot of them are. Rails the trails, they call it. Yeah. And um, basically, it's great for, you know, running, biking, doing whatever whatever you want to do on a trail, you know, um, a nice safe way. It has like a lot of, um, overpasses over different highways. Yeah, I don't know like if that. it actually crosses any busy streets cause you'll see the, I don't think so. The bridges that go yeah, over they the have streets. The, right. Exactly. Um, the best, in my opinion, um, section of that hmm. is the area up around Dunedin. It passes through Dunedin. Is that where like the breweries are? Yeah, too, it's and a stuff? <laughs> very cool little town to need, and yeah. it it passes through there, so you can kind of go. Uh, it says here that, brewery hopping on your bike. Um, it says you hit the if you hit the trail on two wheels, make pit stops at the Tarpon Springs Tarpon Springs Sponge Docks, and uh, park for a refreshing brew at Isla uh, Seventh Sun Brewing in Dunedin is. And seventh is spelled s- the, with the number seven. Number seventh, yeah. And then V E N T H. So seven, and then V E N T H. So seven. Oh, okay, right. Sunburn. Yeah, that's a good brewery. I've had I've had a couple other beers. That's in Dunedin. So, um, anyway, uh, you know, and obviously there's, you know, Dunedin's just a fun town. It is. It's really cute, really quaint area. Um, and then Suncoast Trail is actually a 42 mile trail. It's north of Pinellas Trail. And um, also great for, you know, biking or jogging or walking. That one runs kind of, I think it runs parallel to uh, to I-75 a little bit in some spots. Oh, really? And yeah, th- that one doesn't have as many uh, city-ness to it, if that's a word. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a little kind more of rural. A little more rural. Yeah. A lot fewer cross streets or bridges. Right. And uh, it's still really popular. So uh, next on the list is one you were just talking about, actually, and that is Tampa Riverwalk. Yes, Tampa so, Riverwalk's great. So we, you know, we're just saying that the the Super Bowl experience will be there. Is it this weekend or is it this weekend and next it weekend? It starts from Friday. The I just had it in front of me. Um, Friday the 29th through Wednesday through, I'm uh, sorry, through Saturday, February 6th. Oh, okay. So yeah. the it's about it, a week. it goes right The through, whole week, yep. Right. So the sixth is the day before Super Bowl. So, um, so there's plenty of time to go and check that out. Um, but if you are coming after the Super Bowl, Tampa Riverwalk is still an amazing thing to go see, even if the Super Bowl is over. Um, ha- it it you know 
is just what it sounds like. It lines the river and um, lots of different activities that you can see. Like it, there's Armature Works, which is a great place where you can get some food. There's um, Curtis Hicks and Waterfront Park, which has like a playground and the Children's Museum is there. The Tampa Museum of Art is there. There's the Straz Center Performing Arts. Ulele, one of the best Ulele, restaurants in the absolutely. area. It runs from about from the from the Waterworks Park to roughly all the, the way convention around center, to right? like yeah, the convention center and up to like the Tampa Bay History Center. Yeah, right, right, right near Amelie Arena, I think is where it, where it ends. Yeah, so it's really really cool. We've done it a couple times. You can rent bikes down there. You can rent bikes. You can rent scooters. Rent it's, scooters. It's the kind of place where you can um, grab a drink from absolutely one of the local establishments and take a take it to go in a plastic cup and, mm-hmm. and there's walk like around. a little tiki bar like around like tiki bar out by the right by the convention, convention center. center yeah and yeah. you can rent those little electric boats there too yes yeah. you can that's another one of the things on this list actually and you can rent uh stand up paddle boards there yeah kayaks and yes absolutely um that seems like a busy stretch of water to be riding around in a stand-up paddleboard right well in tampa bay um stand-up paddleboard tampa bay sup sup whatever you however you say it sup. um it is one of the more popular like places to rent stand-up paddleboards down there um but there's like you said there's a lot of boats there's there's like um paddle boats even like you know those like you bicycle boat kind of oh, things the, you know you said paddle boat i'm like i've never seen one of those i'm thinking the old mississippi queen <laughs> no 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 i mean like the like individual right. like you know like you're riding a bike and the you're move you know riding a bike on the water well, they have like those bar boats where everyone's pedal, yes. pedaling and it's paddling absolutely thing. yeah that and looks actually fun. i think it's on this list um is uh one of the things that you can do one of the places that you can get that so um not like huck finn style uh paddle boat no 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 okay. no definitely not um okay uh so this actually i saw in a couple of different places this next one and i never heard of it um ziplining at empower and adventures in oldsmar oh no i've never even heard of that either and you you are you go out to oldsmar every yeah. once in a while um on a regular basis and you've never seen this. I'm not. Huh. So um, it says that it's a um, a multi-hour adventure. You're, um, there's five different zip lines, the longest of which is 650 feet. There's a 200-foot suspens- suspension bridge over water, um, plus fun challenges like lo- rope bridges and log swings. I wonder if there's a ropes course. I know how much you love ropes courses. Ah. <sighs> Yes, that's the never-ending gag. Uh, um, Anyway, so they've got like they even have like like um, certain weekends they'll have like a moonlight canopy tour or like a romantic like sunset. Canopy tour. So is it in a wooded area? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, anyway, they uh, recommend getting reservations, and uh, I saw this this particular place in a couple of lists. So I think we're gonna have to check that out. I think that sounds pretty cool. No, I've never heard of that. I'm learning something new. Um, What's it called again? Empower um, Adventures. Empower Adventures. Okay, I want to just imprint that in my brain. Yeah, sounds kind of cool. Uh, next is Mayaka River State Park. We've talked about Mayaka before. Yeah, this is down by Sarasota. It's a great state park. Absolutely massive. Yeah, and if you're like, depending on where you're staying in Tampa, um, you could probably be down there in 45 minutes to an hour. Um, it's not too far. Yeah, if you want to do some like real good like... Biking. 
biking and hiking and uh, there's yeah. there's water there. There's water. There's like a boat tour you can take there. You can go go kayaking yeah. and and it's one of the pl- places best places in all of Florida to mountain bike actually for mountain biking and it is a like alligator heaven i mean if you're yeah. if you want to go gator say gator sighting yes uh, you, won't, you, you will not strike be out there yes uh, you know shan i know you're this is one of your favorite subjects what's that miyaka state park is one of the well-known um skunk ape oh habitats yes, too my favorite yep. is it miyaka or Mayaka? uh potato potato okay i say miyaka I know. Miyaka. I Mayaka. always say Mayaka. Mayaka doesn't sound right, even though it's spelled M-Y. Miyaka. Okay. Mayaka. Mayaka. I don't know. Maybe I, um, now that I'm saying it, I feel like I interchange them. Miyaka yeah. or Mayaka. Me. Okay. Let's go with me. Miyaka. Okay. okay. You say Miyaka, I'll say Mayaka. Have you ever heard of the gator hole that's there? There's this big muddy sinkhole that it's pretty famous, actually, uh, that attracts actual, just hundreds of alligators to this thing. Mm. Yeah. Just look for a picture of it. I'm, Sounds I'm, like a nightmare waiting to happen. Miyaka sinkhole. And it is... Or Mayaka. <laughs> Miyaka sinkhole. There is just pictures of... I'm bringing it up right now so I know that I'm not going crazy. But this thing is like actually just legendary for attracting alligators. Well, th- that looks like we... Um, we went to... The last time I think we went to Mayaka, the, we were on a bridge looking at... A bunch of alligators that were basically there were so many alligators they were like stacked on top of each other do you remember that there was a few this looks next level right here uh just google Miyaka sinkhole if you want to see what we're looking at and there's there's this sinkhole that just attracts just tons, tons and tons of alligators there i guess to go hiking to it though they only allow it's a pretty limited number you've got to get there early in the morning you have to i believe if i'm if i'm remembering correctly you have to get like a pass to hike to this thing they don't want just dozens and dozens of hikers showing up at this thing all day long to disturb the alligators so hmm. you have to get there pretty early, early in the morning and they give you a hiking pass to go to the miyaka sinkhole and then back yeah so it's one of, the, one of those things i've been wanting to do for a while there's like a canopy walk there which i don't think we've ever done but that looks... they have that observation deck that's yep. pretty awesome yeah yeah and then um that's a great I think state you park said this but um wildlife tours too so um so there's a the tours last 45 to 60 minutes um it's pretty it's a pretty amazing pretty amazing area highly recommend it um so yeah that's that's another one you can do um next on their list is just kind of more generic um it's kayaking which sure. we you know you can do that highly do that, recommend you can do it anywhere um they actually list here weedon island which is the place that we just, we just recently went, yep. went and we talked about on the podcast i guess I'm planning on taking the boat out again stuff. this weekend it's been a little chilly the last Ever since the new year. It definitely has not been chilly. Not this week. This week. But between like New Year's and maybe about a last weekend or so, this weekend, it was kind of like kind of hanging around in the 50s and cloudy. And So I just I just want to say, I just, ha- you know, I, the elephant in the room. And I know. That I'm a big cold weather wuss. You're from Illinois. You're from Chicago. You're from one of the coldest places in the United States. There's a reason I left, Shannon. And you are such a wuss when it comes to cold weather. Like, I, I mean, big time, big time. So I I don't think we've told this story because it just happened recently. I think I told our friends. Um, That's why I'm here. That... <laughs> Because I, I I will I'm not was, arguing. It was one of the no colder, lies. It was one of the colder days. I think it was getting down into the 30s. 
So I, I think most people will agree that's that's cold. Especially you know? for Florida, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was getting down into the 30s. I It may have even been close to dipping into the 20s because I think there was a couple of times where we had to, like, you know, talk about, like, bringing the plants inside and covering up some stuff and everything. Because if you don't know, Florida has a ton of plants that will get killed if anything drops below 32 because it's not, right. you know, we're not used to it here. So um, anyway... <laughs> It, so it was one of the cold. It was one of those first cold days of the year. Was it this year? This year, okay. yeah. Well, you know, twenty twenty, I guess it was. So it was like December twenty twenty one. No, it was. It was in oh December. last year. It was in like no. Oh, like oh okay. A few, so a few, few months, a few, few weeks, weeks ago, ago, this last year. Okay. <laughs> so I'm following you. He says to me, um, "What do you have the heater set at?" And like literally the day before, it had been like eighty degrees, <laughs> you know. And it takes a while for your house in Florida to catch up with you know we have insulation so it takes a you know more than a, a minute to for it to really cool down but it was cooling down pretty fast because it was 30 degrees outside um and you're like what is the heater set at and i'm like the heater i'm like i i didn't turn on the heater and and you're like well it, it's really cold in here <laughs> <laughs> and and i was just like well okay i mean i can go look but i mean we don't turn the heater on here almost never very often i mean like that's I mean, I, I mean, people from up north probably think it's weird that I'm even saying heater because you guys call it like the furnace, right? Like, I just take, say turn the heat on, not heater, but turn the heat on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but it was just really funny. And I was, I was like, I, I mean, I'm sure the AC is still on because it was 80 degrees. Oh, yesterday. the AC is almost, the, the AC is just on by default. Yeah. It gets, it's always on. If it gets so, colder than like 72, it might I said, turn itself off. You know, the AC is on, but I don't think it's actually kicked on because, you know, it's, 30 degrees right, outside right <laughs> um i said but it feels nice in here and you're like it's so cold but at the time you're also wearing a t-shirt and shorts which up north you would never during the winter time be wearing a t-shirt and shorts around the house like you would no not even close pants and a shirt and a sweater and sweatpants and you know See, a hat now especially the house. especially with like working from home all the time and not have to actually put on pants i'm <laughs> he wears pants <laughs> he means shorts i mean he means long pants <laughs> oh, no i mean not even pants like right now i'm just sitting there no. here doing this in my box of briefs no, no he's wearing pants <laughs> um just shorts and t-shirt is like the default just what you just go to without thinking yeah. in the morning and then you throw on the shorts and t-shirt and yeah. then you're like oh it's 50 degrees today. Maybe I should put on a hoodie, you know, and then. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. The hoodie has been kind of your like go to um, wardrobe choice. Lately. I threw on jeans la a couple weeks ago for the first time since March. Yeah. I think it was the first time I had long pants on since about March. That's yeah. That's crazy because I'm not going into like to be to go. I'm not going into work. You're I'm not, not going, going anywhere. <laughs> working from home. I'm not really <laughs> right. going anywhere. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I tend to wear jeans on a regular basis anyway but um but anyway yeah i actually wore shorts today and i was like it's weird to wear shorts i haven't oh, worn oh. shorts in so long um anyway moving right along we digress um but yes to, to the i to, don't disagree that i'm a cold weather wuss far there's, far there's far a reason worse. i'm here far more than me though would you agree oh, like totally 100 percent like you get cold way but before I do. The funny thing is if we ever go back up north to like Chicago area and it's really, really cold. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is like a, a reminder of the weather. But you are like. How do you people live here? Yeah. Like how do you people live in? <laughs> why is this even a town? This is. Right. This right. Is, uh, right. <laughs> like this is man's. How? Why? 
what? <laughs> this just makes no sense. Yeah. You built a city here? Right. Right. I remember the first time I went up there um, during the wintertime and your your parents were still living up there. They live down here now, but um, your parents were still up in Chicago and we got up there and your dad was like, so is it cold enough for you? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is not normal. You guys shouldn't be here. This isn't safe. <laughs> I remember the first time that I went back up there in the wintertime after living here like for a few negative years. Negative degrees. Well, your 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 definition of what's cold totally changes. Like, oh, it does. You live down here and it gets in the 40s and 50s and you're like, oh, it feels pretty cold. And, and you walk out and you're like, oh, it's kind of chilly today. Then I remember going back up there after a few years of living down here and walking out of the walking out of O'Hare Airport. Yeah. In like December or January, mm-hmm. I think it was December because I went up there for Christmas and walked out and it was like like actual Midwest wintertime cold as opposed to Florida wintertime, wintertime cold. cold. Right. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like I forgot what this feels like. Right, right. Yeah. It definitely, well, and it doesn't take, I feel like it, maybe this is just me, but I feel like it doesn't take you long to get adjusted, especially if it like. Because, I mean, our, we I think we've told the story before, before, but we were there um, for the coldest day in 11 years back yeah. in like, it was it was right after our daughter was Which born. Which was, so we went up there for a Super Bowl. It was Bowl. like we 2006. There, we went up there for a Super Bowl party yes. to watch the Bears play a Super Bowl right. when they lost to the Colts. And our daughter was just born. So, yeah. so it was two, like a two-foot trip. It must have been 2007. Let's watch the Super Bowl and, and introduce the grandparents the to, their, yeah. to their kid. Yeah, um, grandkid. So, and we were in downtown Chicago on the coldest day in 11 years. And it was blistering cold. I think it was like negative three or four, but like the wind chill was like negative 20 or something. It was, yeah, it was, it was not normal. And like the kind of cold where you're like, you, you can't stay outside for more than like, you know, 10 to 15 feet without having to go in and warm up because your skin is just in pain. Um, and he has a picture of me, like with like scarves wrapped around my face, and all you can see is my eyes. You, look like you a know, ninja. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. But the next day, it was I think it was four, and it felt warm, right? Degrees outside, and I was like, oh, it's nice today. Yeah. yeah so it doesn't take long for you to kind of adapt to the nuts. I remember we were watching the Super Bowl. And we just kept the beer on the back patio. It was just oh, and that blew my mind. Yeah. No, yeah. no refrigerator your, needed. Yeah. Your parents were like, oh yeah, we'll just just put it outside. I was like, but it'll it'll get hot. Oh, I guess it won't get hot. Well, in fact, it might freeze if you leave it for too long. (laughs) Right. Anyway, we digress. That was a long sidebar. Yes, it was a very long sidebar. Um, All because I said I don't want to go kayaking in 50 degree weather. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Um, Okay, so moving right along. um, Here's something that you don't really think about very often um, in Florida, but it's definitely something you can do. Um, And... They say it's like kind of a nice slice of old Florida, and that is going for a horseback ride. Um, you can do that. There's like some local companies. There's um, a place called, they're recommending in the Breeze Ranch and Cypress Breeze Farm. They both offer guided trail rides, um, and it's a fun thing for you to do with your family or, you know, with your significant other or whoever. But, um, some, you know, doing some kind of guided trail rides, they have, a, you know, some on the beach, they have some. Um, that like take you back through like old Florida area where you kind of feel like you're, you know, out in. That's interesting. Nowhere I, I never really thought of that as like an act, like a an activity. Well, I've no how horseback riding is an activity. People do it, but yes, I never, they do. 
It's not something you see or hear about. So that's a good one. Yeah. If that's your thing. I mean, it's available anywhere. It is. It is. I mean, not, I don't mean anywhere here, but it's it's something you can kind of... Always think about you can doing. Find, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and especially like, you know, kind of doing stuff on the on a horseback ride on the beach. That's kind of cool. It's something you think about like doing down in like the Caribbean. Th- or They do that right near the... Well, I know uh, Amelia Island is probably famous for that, but that's not around here. They do that near the Skyway mm-hmm. Bridge, and there was a spot in Sarasota where I saw people doing it, really near, um, was it Sarasota or was it Anna Maria Island? Near Anna Maria Island, we saw people doing it. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's something to think about Um. if, if that's your thing. You've never ridden a horse. I've never ridden a horse. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty crazy. I just never really had the opportunity to. Yeah. We need to, we need to make that happen. I rode a horse um, because I, I went to camp and, yeah. you know, you ride horses at camp. I don't know. You at know least what? the camp I, think, I went to. I think, um, so I've never been on horses because of like where I grew up and stuff. Like I never really had, it wasn't really like they around have, me. They don't have horses in Chicago? They don't have horses up there. No, of course not. No, um, They have like police officers on horses? They do. No, I mean, I'm kidding. Of course there's horses. Uh, but, uh, and, and police police on horses just not the kind of thing i was ever really introduced to and it's not the kind of thing i really like wanted to like seek out but i remember i mean it's fine it's a i large would large animal i would do it but it's just not the kind of thing that i like really was like super in, in, you know super excited to go for not like i don't want to it's just kind of one of those things that yeah okay fine i'll take it or leave it but i remember i don't know if you remember this we thought about going on our honeymoon this is a while back this was in saint lucia we went okay. for our honeymoon years ago and you wanted to go on a horseback ride and someone could, we met totally got bucked off of one like oh, that day. Really? Like, yeah, remember do you remember that. this? We, no. It was like some other couple we were kind of hanging out with. And he kind of got hurt. He's like, yeah, the horse bucked and he flew off. And I was like, okay, Oof. I don't know that I want to go. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can totally see me saying, oh, let's go on a horseback ride. Like, that sounds like fun to me. But... I would go. But, I mean, I think we kind of got spooked when we heard that somebody we knew, like. Well, and you're in a foreign country, too. Right. So, it's like, okay, I don't know how well their horses are trained, you know. You ever seen when so... they go swimming in Jamaica? You can ride them oh, while yeah. they swim. That looks Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Um, okay. So other things you can do in the area. Um, and this is a one, uh, these are a couple of our favorites. Um, and it's actually right off of the coast of like that Dunedin area. So if you do the Pinellas trail and Dunedin, you can also do this. It's this honeymoon Island, honeymoon Island and Caldesi Island. Yeah, yeah. Those are two awesome spots. Yeah. And they, um, the beaches there are amazing. Caldesi, you actually have to take a ferry to, so there's no cars. Or your own boat or your own kayak. Oh, if you want to. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. Caldesi is separated from hon- honeymoon Island that you can drive to. It's an island, but it's yep. connected by by a little bridge. Yeah, I love these because they're not busy. They're not touristy. You could go there. Yes. It's not Clearwater Beach. If you're looking for a touristy beach, which some people are, that's and that's oh, totally fine. I totally get Clearwater it. is the place to be. But there's some really amazing beaches if you're not looking for that, and these are two of them for and, sure. And Caldesi Island used to be connected to Honeymoon Island, and then a hurricane hit like a hundred years ago and split them in two, mm-hmm. and that's why it's a second island now. Yeah, very cool. Um, if you're not, you know, if you're not into either of those two areas or you're not in that area, obviously you can always go to Clearwater Beach. There's St. Pete Beach. There's Indian Rocks Beach, Madeira. You know, the yeah, beaches in the... the beaches in the Tampa Bay area are We have awesome top-notch. beaches over here. We have really great beaches on the side of the state. We do. And if you if you really want to, you know, go next level, again, it's probably about an hour away, but you could go down to Siesta Key Beach, which is routinely voted the number yeah, one we've, we've, uh, beach in the world. We've hyped up Siesta Key um, a lot on this show. It's our favorite beach. It has that powdery sand, so that's always an option, too. Um, okay, next, uh, 
I don't know if we've ever been here. I don't think we have. Sunken Gardens. I know exactly what that is. It's like right in the middle of, yeah. of St. Pete. St. Pete, yep. Um, so it's a botanical garden, um, and it's like right in the middle of like the downtown St. Pete. It's like area. right like, in the middle of everything. Yeah. And um, they've got, it's a hundred, it's over a hundred years old, that park. Yeah, when you drive by it, I love the sign. The sign that says Sunken Gardens, like right on the mm-hmm. main street there. It just looks so retro and old school and just, it looks like yes. your old. It's from like a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. It, it looked, it's been there for a hundred years and the city grew up around it. And yes. now it's just in the middle of the city in St. Pete. Um, yeah. Flamingos and butterflies. Yeah. And they're very well known for their flamingos um, that, you know, live there basically. Um, and admission is only $12 a person. Parking is free. So that's something that you could check out if you're if you're on that side of yeah. Of Tampa Bay. We need we need to get out there just because I feel like that's sort of one of those little places that um, I kind of forget about a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, next one is one that we actually just recently did, um, so we highly recommend it, um, and that's either rent a boat or a jet ski for a day. Um, John's Pass. Yeah, we all around um, the beach, all the way in Clearwater. Yeah, Clearwater has um, you know. St. Pete, any pretty much anywhere you go, you know, just do it. It's a Google search away on your phone. You can right near the airport, you can get them right, right. On, I mean, if you're staying in the Tampa area, you know, for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, you mean by the convention center? I don't know if they rent rent jet skis by the convention center because that's sort of. I can kind of see why not. Like that's sort of a tight. The way that the the river I've comes seen through people there. With jet skis out there. There probably is jet skiing out maybe. there, but I don't know if they're rentals. Yeah, maybe not. Right near the airport. It used to be Hogan's Beach. They, you remember Hulk Hogan's Bar and yeah, Restaurant? Mm-hmm. They changed the oh, name of it. Oh, you mean over by, um, by um, what's the name of that? Rocks, um, not Indian Rocks, but, um, you know, the Pelican, where the Rusty Pelican is. The Rusty is. Pelican, whatever that um, spot is. Yeah, Rocky Point. Rocky Point, thank you, <laughs> yes. Right by Rocky Point. It's really close to the Tampa airport. I mean, two-minute drive. Yeah. Um, there was, there's a place right there where you can rent jet skis. Well, and I mean, we, I know we said this before on our jet ski episode, but if you haven't listened to that one yet, um, the, where we went recently was John's pass. And, um, we really enjoyed that particular time, that particular place to rent a jet ski because you rent it and you're in, you know, kind of the intercoastal area, but you're allowed to go out into the Gulf actually. And, you know, Ride your jet skis you out hit there. The, hit the hit little, the big waves. Hit the like waves that. So, yeah. yeah, highly recommend that. That was a lot of fun. Um, okay, next is um, a, a little bit of a commercial, but I'm sure you don't have to go at this partic- particular um, place. I'm sure there's other places too, but there's um, this one is called Kraken Cycle Boats. We talked about this a little earlier. Um, it's basically a booze cruise, um, and you are bicycling as you're drinking um and you have to it says you have to pedal to earn your sips um and you have to supply your own alcohol the captain supplies the cups and the ice um the tour includes a bit of a sightseeing um and you're basically paddling as you're drinking and hanging out with your friends it looks like the best time ever i'm looking at pictures of it right now yeah it sounds like a great time 43 Um, bucks a person it's called kraken cycle boats yeah Oh, it's $43 a person unless you book the entire boat. Um, for, if you if you get 15 people together, then it's 37 a person. Oh, okay. I mean, for a memorable experience, you're here in town for and the Super Bowl. It, does it say how long? Two hours. Okay. 
I mean, by the end of two hours, you definitely could could be, you know, stumbling off the boat. We could gather 15 people and do this. Yes, we could. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So. <clears throat> Kraken Cycle Boats. I like their logo. It's a little, it's got an octopus uh, wearing a little captain's hat. And, uh. And yeah, on that, he's turning a boat wheel. He is, yeah, that's cool. Um, that's a really, that is a really cool logo. Um, so on that same, in that same vein, there, and you were talking a little bit about this too. There's the like cute little two seater river boats that you can rent in that area too, like right by the convention center area. Um, the one that they're talking about here is Riverwalk Boating Company, and you can rent these. Cute little boats, um, two seaters, uh, $40 for half an hour, $90 for two hours. Um, and, you know, just basically, it's it looks to me like a large jet ski, you know, but like for the for the older crowd, like a little bit more sedated, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? People who don't want to get too wild. Yeah, exactly. I'll, here, I'll show you the picture. Oh, yeah. I've been on those. Um You've been on these? Not there. I rode those little boats, those little two-seat boats at Disney World in the river, in the lake there. Oh, okay. I don't think they do them anymore. They they used to at be Disney? called- Yeah, they were called water sprites. Oh, okay. And they went- Now they've got like the, um, the not autonomous vehicles. The car the, that the, you- Yeah, the, what's yeah. it called? The- the the um amphibious car amphibious yeah. thank you i knew it was an a word <laughs> the a word yeah the water sprites it's like a little two seat uh yeah speedboat they don't go that fast like you said when you're a kid what i think i was like maybe 15 when i read it when i went on it and i mm-hmm. thought yeah this could be faster yeah but i could but i can get <laughs> like faster they're gonna have a lot of kids it could also be slower it could be slower <laughs> but it was fun but I remember thinking, yeah, this could probably go a little bit faster, but I can see why they don't because you're going to have a bunch of, you know, 50, I was 15 riding this thing. Yeah, You put absolutely. a bunch of kids on these things, they're going to run into each other. Um, all right, moving right along because we've, uh, we've been talking for a while here. So um, next is the, and this is one that you talk about a lot, that you want to do it. You actually talk about how you want to do it. It's like a photo safari, but um, it's a St. Pete mural tour. Oh, yeah. The St. Pete murals are great. I yeah. love that there's stuff on here that we've not done because, and some of the stuff we've never even heard of. It just shows there's just so much stuff to do. Around Absolutely, here. yeah, there is. There's a lot to do. Not so, just Tampa, but just across the state. Of course, yeah. So St. Pete, you know, if you're not familiar with the the area, St. Petersburg, Florida, is a very artsy town. Yeah, the downtown it's, area specifically. Um, it's a really it's a really neat place to it's be. It's not the St. Pete that people think. Like I think St. Petersburg. You, think of old people yeah it has this national reputation as being kind of like an old it's not like that anymore Heaven's i mean i think there room. are like you know areas that are still like that there but, are but definitely. like downtown especially there's like arts districts and stuff like that that are just amazing um and on it's like florida's portland i don't know if it's that i don't know if that's a fair comparison but it's got that sort of well, i've never been to portland that vibe a lot of that's a terrible comparison because we're not you know <laughs> it's not that bad but it's got like a lot of cool craft breweries and murals and art scenes and yeah well so you know there's there's actual like walking mural tours um in fact the um florida craft art it's a statewide nonprofit organization they offer walking mural tours from 11 dollars, and um they can show you you know all around 19 dollars for um i guess i guess it's different options but um $19 for adults, $11 for kids age 6 to 18. And um, they say wear comfortable shoes because you're going to be walking 
on uneven surfaces for quite a while. But there's also I think they have um, a bike tour, don't they? They have a bike tour on there. I think I've seen people doing a bike maybe tour. Um, I don't I don't see it here right now, but um, but there's also a map Saint Pete mural Saint Pete mural tour dot com oh, so you could do it, do it map of Saint Pete murals and yeah it goes through I mean and it's an interactive map you can see like oh, you wow. can zoom Look in how much and there's just a ton that map of map is saturated yeah there's a lot of we'll a put a link to that on our on yeah. our show notes yeah and it I mean I feel like we need to go do this I mean it's so there's so many you, and they're really amazing around. too. Like they're not, they're not like, Oh, someone drew a happy face on the no, wall. It's no, like, it's legit they're art. Amazing pieces of art. Yeah. When you, it's cool that they have that. I have not, I've never seen that map yet that you just showed me because whenever you go down to St. Pete, you see all the murals, but it's really cool to see that they, like they, someone went they've and mapped it, mapped them because that way you're not just wandering around yeah. aimlessly hoping to see So you see didn't know that there was a map? I mean, I never really thought about it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm, now that I think about it, it makes sense that someone did a map. But right, right, right. I'm glad there is one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Um, so that, I think that would be really cool. That's another one. Um, uh, Fort DeSoto Park. We've talked about this before. Um, it's an uh, amazing county park. Um, you um, can take your, you know, pets if you want, there's hiking trails. There's a ferry that enables you to visit Egmont Key, which is kind of one of those situations, kind of like Honeymoon Island in yeah, Caldesi. It's, like um, it's a island f- off the coast. $5 admission um, to Fort DeSoto. And there's an old uh, Spanish-American war fort there you can check out, which is... Highly recommend Like it. the highlight, yeah. It's so cool. The a couple whole of fishing area. Piers. The beaches are beautiful. Great beaches there. And again, it's yeah. whenever you're going to one of these park beaches, this isn't a state park, even though it should be. It feels like it is. I think everyone thinks it's a state park. There's a lot less beach people there, so you kind of get the beach to yourself. Yeah. Not to say the beaches are empty, but it's not going to be like your busy Clearwater Beach or your St. Pete Beach where everyone's piled into onto each other. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Fewer people, a little more nature. Um so I'm going to skip around for the last few here. Um, we'll link to this whole list. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm skipping some. So um, there's even, there's more than we're even talking about. But um, a couple more that, you know, we've talked about in the past. Pier 60 Sunset Festival. Uh, they do that every night yep. at, in Clearwater. It's like um, their own little Key West party every night. Yeah. You know, daily Festival. They've always got, like, artists out there and, and performers and um, very, you know, beautiful area. Awesome very picturesque uh lots to do lots to see fun time yep um there is they're also recommending um, a couple of aerial adventure parks kind of similar to that empower that we talked about earlier um they've got tree hoppers and triumph that's right up there by the new snow park yeah yeah a friend Um, of ours went to the new snow park yeah and they didn't like it he did not give a good reviews yeah um, we said, it was too, said it was too expensive for what you get. And he said it was kind of, kind of dumpy. Hmm. I know we've kind of talked about that place a little bit because it's such a weird, unique. We haven't snow been park though. in Florida. We've not been. It's not our review. It's a friend review. He yeah. said it was kind of expensive for what you get. And he felt like it needed a little more, a little more, a little more razzle dazzle for what you're getting for th- the price. Well, tree hoppers and, um, triumph are both kind of, you know, their zip line, aerial obstacle course, air, you know, situations, ropes, suspension bridges, nets, things like that, that you can, you know, climb, work up a sweat, have fun, get some exercise. Um, so those are a couple of other, other 
things that you can do. Um, there's sunset cruises in the Tampa Bay area that you can check out. There's like yacht, um, starship cruise. There's a St. Pete beach sunset cruise. Um, so you can check those out. They tend to start around, you know, 50 to $60 per person. Um, and lots of times you'll see dolphins out there and, and I see dolphins at at Fort DeSoto all the time that you just mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. While you're talking about night cruises or sunset cruises, I'm, I'm on that Kraken cycle boat site. Uh huh. I'm kind of fixated on this here. Um, Okay. (laughs) They have night cruises you can do. So you can go on the river at night while you're like underneath the lit up bridges and stuff. Uh huh. That's cool. That sounds like the one I want to do. It's hot too. The Tampa Bay area, several years ago instituted kind of a, a a light art exhibit yeah the downtown's all lit up at night it's awesome yeah and and they kept it and they, it was like supposed to be kind of a temporary thing but it ended up being so well received that they kept it and um so the the tampa bay area is actually or the t- downtown tampa area is actually really beautiful at night the way that they've got different all the light. bridges have like cool lights on them yeah. and the top of the buildings and stuff yeah yeah it's very neat um, and then, you know, I'm just going to wrap it up with one of our favorite things to do. We haven't actually Ooh, done save this. Save the best for last? Yeah. Well, I, well, I, honestly, if I had to do it over again, I would have saved the mural tour for last because I think that one sounds really cool. And I A lot of these, though, are, that's like in St. Pete where if you're coming... To Tampa, but I mean, seriously, you're talking about a 15-minute drive, 20-minute, right. you know, if you're especially if you're in downtown. Um, so... Uh, Anyway, I think the St. Pete Mural Tour sounds really cool. I want to check that out. But this one, um, it's it's kind of taking what we talked about earlier and then, but just helping you figure out a more like coordinated and organized way of doing it. It's the Riverwalk Pub Crawl. And they're basically recommending you. You have my attention. <laughs> yeah. They're recommending like all the spots all, along the Riverwalk that you should hit They've done it in alphabetical order for you, for your convenience. But honestly, they probably should have done it in, in, in actual in actual walking order. Yeah, geographical um, order. Yeah. But they've got Anchor and Brine at the Tampa Marriott Water Street, Columbia Cafe at Tampa Bay History Center, Four Green Fields, Garrison Tavern, uh, Malio's Steakhouse, Remedy Riverwalk Cafe at Tampa Museum of Art, um, Sip at the Straz Center. That I think that's new i don't remember I that don't re- um center you'd have to go inside there and that's probably not open all the time well i mean yeah i don't know i don't know how that works they have that exactly. outdoor patio there that's along the water but i don't know if that's even they open have all like the time. maestros which is a restaurant right. that you don't have to enter um you know the theater to actually go into this would be fun Maybe it's part of this is like drinks around the world yeah um the sale bar at the tampa convention center and of course you lately so um it sounds to me like they need like a map of bars along the Riverwalk so that you can hit that after you go over to St. Pete and do the mural tour. They don't have the map on there? No, there's no map. But, Maybe um, I can make a map and put it on there. Yeah. I could, I could be, I could, you could be that guy. There's a demand for it. <laughs> I could be the guy who makes the map. You could be the map guy. Um, so anyway, this... I thought this was a really cool list. It, it, like you said, it listed a lot of things that we haven't haven't done and we've lived here. And they're outdoorsy you know? and they're a little more COVID friendly. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're in the Tampa Bay area and any of these, you know, sound like something that you think would be fun to do, check them out. I and we'll, the, we'll link to them in our The Kraken Boat Tour is the one that I want to do. Yeah. You seem very excited about I that. I like that. That's how it looks fun. It does look fun. All right, guys. Um, I know you didn't know, you, you didn't mention things like the zoo and Yes, Bush Garden, some of, of the course. more more obvious ones, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's also, you know, I want to throw in there, if it's this time of year, the Apollo Beach 
Manatee Viewing Center. Mm-hmm. It's a cool, kind of a cool little thing to do if you've Absolutely. never seen Manatees. I'll throw that one in there as an honorable mention. Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com and clicking through the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says become a patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.